good enough, Sean. That's the mantra for this podcast, man. Good enough. Great energy. We are starting the podcast off right now. All right, man. All right. I get it. Could be a little cheerier, maybe. But I can't help it, man. No? Yeah, man. I just opened a big can of milk Sprite, and it's got me feeling <laughs> all sorts of ways. There's a milk Sprite reference to for our uh, diehard fans. Oh, uh, man. Everybody in in the car right now that's just like hardcore blokes fans is like, Woo! Milk Sprite! Milk Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> milk yeah, Sprite. They're, all, they're all cracking their milk Sprites and chugging them. They're just yeah. chugging their milk Sprites. Getting, passing out on the road. <laughs> it's just like... Five dudes in an old Toyota Corolla, just like milk all over their shirts. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Sean, how are you, man? Ned, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm you good. I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm out of the leg brace. I'm out of. The, everybody wants to know. The audience wants to know. Is Sean yeah. still in the leg brace? I say no. No more leg brace. I'm. I'm mobile again. I'm not walking with a limp much and it's crazy because the doctor said you'd never walk didn't they? <laughs> yeah he's he said you'll never walk again i'm gonna take that leg <laughs> he said i want that leg i want it <laughs> and he said hey let me cook i can fix this yeah and now yeah. here you are it's beautiful um, yeah it's a, it's powerful, it's a rags to riches story <laughs> there you go oh nice one man oh fuck, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a professional podcast anyway uh dude what we here for man dude we're here for a few things okay, uh, talk to me w- l- let me run down the list of what we're doing today yeah go on okay okay let's do admin we're, we're g- <laughs> here's our admin yeah first we're gonna do a little recommendations Love that. It's my favorite bit. Second. Yeah. We got some emails. Uh, we, we got, got another. We got a email. Sick. Are you bamboozling yeah. me again? Is this. 100% not doing that again. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, at least not this episode. Okay. And then we're going to hit you over the head with a little underrated. Oh, because we, classic. You know. Classic. It's, classic. it's the classic. best. Okay. Nice, man. Busy day. Busy day. Busy we should day. just crack on with these recommendations then, I think. Recommendations, 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 recommendations. Done. All right. You, you, you got one or should I go first? I'll go, Do man. You need, oh, you go. You go. You know, last night I threw on, I've seen it before, but I threw it on. I threw it on uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, uh, what's that about? It's the lawyer from Breaking Bad, sort of his oh. origins and such. Oh. It's a good he, show. You know, he's in another show where he's like a teacher or principal or something. Yeah, I saw it. On oh, yeah, Bob Odenkirk's in another yeah, show. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty sick, man. That's pretty <laughs> sick. Oh, yeah. So you're recommending... What again? What's no, it called? No, no, I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> you know, I think I think people know about that one already. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Vampire Survivors on the Nintendo Ooh. Switch, available on several other video game platforms. But that's a fun time, fun couch co-op time as well. If you want to throw something on for like twenty minutes uh, before dinner. N- you know, now, now is this is this uh, a co-op game much like Overcooked? Um, I don't think it's high stress, but I think because all you're doing is moving your little character around and then their little area of attack is taking out hordes of enemies, kind of little Ooh. bullet hell thing going on. Yes. So I don't think the stress is that, like, there's not a laundry list of things you've got to do and you're screaming mm. at your your spouse. Your significant other. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to, you know, That's... get those fucking plates out. You know, it's not hey, the bare if... levels of stress. You know, if you want a good way to wind down from a stressful day, yeah. put on a little overcook and just scream at each other and then go to bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love that. Love that. Great. Well, marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we are efficient and overcooked. I'm I'm referring mm. to other people. 
Okay. Uh, we are we we've three starred every level because we're that fucking good. Oh jeez, that's intense. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Uh, we have a system, Ned. Yeah. Like a really good system when it comes to overcooked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and you got to go in with a game plan. You can't be you can't be just trying to to figure it out mm. on the fly. No, you got to have a strat. Uh, before every level, I look at my my wife and I go, "What's the strat?" And she goes, okay, I think we got to do this. And I go, mm. I love it. Dude, YouTube maybe should open a real restaurant. Can you imagine that? Ooh, ooh. Sean and Wife's, you could call it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sean and Wife's. <laughs> uh, here's your milk Sprite. What else can here's I get you? your milk Sprite. I'm going to get you some chicken tendies. Yeah. And uh, uh. <laughs> and you want that delivered to you on a, a, a tech deck? <laughs> You want the tech to Dude, I, I like this idea. I it's think it's a beautiful restaurant. I think yeah, we yeah. stop the podcast and we start Sean and Wife's. Sean and Wife's. Sean and Wife's and Ned's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, then then is the only one who does not get your name. <laughs> wrong. That's wrong. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, nice. Nice. What's your wreck, man? Okay, I got a I got a double feature for you. Mm. Uh I'm gonna start you off with a YouTube video called Shocking Moments Caught on Video. And no, this is not some clickbait. It's yeah. actually just a uh, skateboarding video by Hockey, which is a skateboard team yeah. um, under the FA brand. And it is about, let's see, five minutes long. It's mm. Joseph Campos, and he just absolutely goes off. Yeah. Uh, skates the uh, skates to two songs the first song is a rock guitar uh cover of the legend of zelda theme song it's tight, tight. it's very very good it made me want to go skateboard so badly but i cannot do that yet because my doctor's trying to take my leg and the <laughs> second video don't i mean have, to laugh man don't mean to laugh <laughs> it's okay it's okay um Second video I have is called Baker Has a Death Wish Part 2, which is uh, another skateboarding yeah. company that has put out um, Baker Skateboards and Death Wish Skateboards. Uh, and it's a full-length video, uh, an hour long, and it's an instant classic. Uh, the first time Baker... Or death, uh, maybe maybe death wished it, but <clears throat> it's it's uh basically their first full length movie that has come out uh or full length video that's come out uh on, in HD. So uh, nice crispy fisheye HD video. Uh, a lot of talented skaters doing their thing. Uh, great song choices. Um, if you know anything about Baker and Death Wish, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, Memphis rap. We've got some three six mafia influence. We've got all sorts of goodness. So check those out. Uh, this has been Sean's skate corner. All right. Dude, can I add to the skate corner? Do it. Can I get in there? I uh, yeah. I follow an Instagram account called Skate underscore Pal. Uh, it's a skating team over in Palestine. Uh, skate yes yes they're sick they they do sick skate stuff pals, yes give them There's a look it. uh free spot a, a free palestine they just want to fucking shred dude and <laughs> they want other things <laughs> free palestine <laughs> check out the skating page you know um the uh the <laughs> One of the writers for Sci-Fi Fantasy used to uh, work with Skate Pals in um, and do like a lot of videos together with them. So, oh, that's um, it. Yeah, that I know. I know all about Skate Pal. Yeah, no, no. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, there's a there's a few good. I I follow a few skating accounts over in uh, Palestine. Uh, so, um. There's there's some cool skating coming out, you know. Nice, nice. Um, anyway, but yeah, good, good, good place to check out, you know. Anyway, love it. I love it. What uh? What else? What else, man? Well, 
What's this you email that? I've been hearing uh, all about? Wait, we gotta play the jingle. It's email time. Email time with the blokes with the with Sean and Ned. Bam. Hit you over the head with a jingle. All right. Oh, I love uh, that jingle. Ned, I'm sending you this because I can't read. So. All right. It's that American education show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, I only <laughs> go up to grade We tried four. to teach you guys as much as we could, but you kicked us out. <laughs> and now you don't know jack about shit. <laughs> uh. I will follow along and look at this email with you, but uh, why don't you, you don't, go ahead yeah. and start Dude, it up? If this is a captivate, okay. Uh, it's no, no, no. This is not a bamboozle by Dear any means. Sean and Ned, thank you for opening 2024 the right way with an episode on Saltburn. The Australian national anthem shout out was also appreciated. However, my version of choice is untouched. By the Veronicas. We'll play that now. So I jumped out of bed and all I had was my undies on and I've walked out the front and I've seen uh, the car smashed and I've seen the bloke walking back to the car. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was sorry to hear Saltburn hasn't hooked you with its delicious claws of obsession as it has with Cara and I. But maybe only former teenage Tumblr girls really get it. I hear you. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not. Nah, it's understandable. Speaking of Tumblr, I had to look up whether it was even around in 2007, and you're right that it started then. But I'd argue that the Tumblr aesthetic screenshot of a movie vibe really peaked in like 2009 to 2012. I was very much part of the perks. It, uh, I was very much part of the perks of being a wallflower of it all. See, this is what I think. I don't even know if I said this when we were talking salt burners, but it's what I've been thinking. If we wanted to properly discuss that movie, we would need an expert mm. such as uh, has written into us right now. This is I the sort of expertise th- th- who's going to get is... the movie on a level that we Look, cannot. Ned, you and I have a blind spot. And yeah. You know what that blind spot is? What is it? You got to think hard. <laughs> you Are we... Think- we're white we're men. Both. <laughs> no. We both weren't on Tumblr during 2009 to 2012. So this I think is said the same thing, man. I yeah. think said the same thing. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, this is why we need to get more guests in, more Saltburn experts such as this. Yes. I'm very appreciative for this uh, email so far, so thank you. Uh, they continue. I loved Saltburn. It's been four days now and I can't stop thinking about it. If I was still at uni, I'd write an essay comparing it with one of my other favorite movies of all time, Baz Luhrmann's Gatsby. On the face of it, it might seem unfair to compare Nick Carraway with Oliver, but consider the homoerotic obsession, the commentary on the detachment of wealthy people, the dizzying party montages, and the massive opulent mansion well castle setting. See, this is... This is pointed expertise this is what we need sean it's almost like she's trying to get rid of us and take over our jobs yeah that i don't appreciate (laughs) i think only we're allowed to talk about movies (laughs) i agree the notorious scene that has gone viral online uh are entirely overblown uh i'm trying to remember our conversation about saltburn but i do remember us talking about this you know yes yeah yeah, how many times have we seen a man slurp spum from the mm. tub? Mm. Too, too many to count. Yeah, uh, maybe that's the cost of a movie like this gaining popular attention. It starts to gain an audience who usually only bother to going to the cinema for the latest blockbuster, who just want to be part of the zeitgeist. Uh, listen, I I soft agree with this, but challenging it. And I'm having a discussion with an email here. Yes, yes. <laughs> Challenging it, I think it's the more art cinema crowd that are going to find the 
excessive uh, elements of this movie, not as excessive as they're aiming for. I'd say mm. it's like the mainstream movie crowd that's going to find like a cummy bathtub a little gross, you know. Mm-hmm. That's you mm-hmm. know, if you've gone from Transformers. Rise of the Beasts to Saltbird, yeah, that's going to be a pretty wild time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Anyway, let's continue. It's a bit disappointing, though, to see this has started two sides online. The discourse I've, has never been more toxic. I, I've missed I've missed this uh, I've online missed this. <laughs> banter, so I want to know more. Keep reading. Let's go. Where one is, one is maybe performatively disgusted by the most visually shocking scenes, and the other one is like, well, I'm actually so cool that it doesn't bother me. That's the one I... <laughs> 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 I'm on the pretentious side. There's another day. side. There's another side. Yeah, go on. And that side is, is, is uh, the one I'm on, which mm. is... It's fine. Uh, fine. Yeah. It's well, fine. Uh, I thought this film was fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, this movie is designed to tap into the disgusting little freak in us all to prod at our tendency to sh- for sh- uh, to prod at our tendency our tendency for shame and obsession. I think we'd all drink Jacob Elordi's bottle <laughs> a bold claim, and I think a hundred percent. But how did it feel to watch the characters continue with the charade of a formal lunch when Felix was being collected by the the coroner? I agree. Good scene. Good scene. Uh, so, I think yeah. I think Richard E. Grant's really great in that film. I think I've said, but I think he's really good in that. Um, or to watch all of Oliver's new shiny rich friends forget his name at his birthday. This movie investigates a lot of people's deepest fears, whether that be period blood or being caught in an elaborate lie in front of your parents mine is mm. a combination of both but mm. I, <laughs> yeah, I agree i would also be interested on your thoughts on the soundtrack aside from the majesty of murder on the dance floor which i do think is one of the greatest pop songs ever written and produced mm. so i agree uh i was only like 12 in 2007 and maybe that's part of why I'm such a sucker for the music and visuals of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like watching all the cooler older kids I would have looked up to back then with their eyebrow piercings and cigarettes and smudged eyeliner. Time to pretend by MGMT goes so hard. Yeah, agree, agree. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. I would also like to put it on record that not only is Jacob a lordy tool, but he is Australian. We just keep winning <laughs> with best and and then it cuts out for me (laughs) well i'll i'll finish uh with best and blokiest regards sophie sophie thank you for your email i really liked it i i i was ready for one of sean's bullshit joke (laughs) (laughs) but this is just good discourse here and uh this email was almost too good. So anybody um, that emails in, please keep it a little worse because you make us look <laughs> bad and uh, might put us out of a job. So thank you. Uh, just just kind of dumb it down. Uh, throw in a joke or, or something that is like lowbrow, you know? Um, <laughs> it could have been lowerbrow. Yeah, it could have been lower brow, Sophie. Come on. Uh, no, I, I completely agree with you, Nick. I agree uh, with all of this. this. Is... I will say my uh, partner at the time, she's still my partner, I just like to say that. <laughs> For the past, God, the past I thought we had to unpack something there. <laughs> uh, loves this film. And I think there's a lot both in its content and aesthetics that has really spoken to some people. And while I myself didn't l- latch on, uh, I think like all the people who have had uh, thoroughly like fascinated with this, I think Saltburn is going to be a massive cult movie. I think it already yeah. is one, you know, I, and uh, I, I think of it. Um, well, to, to answer her question about the soundtrack, mm. um, I think it's pretty good. I was only a little bit older than Sophie at this time, uh, mm. when this kind of music was going on. So mm-hmm. I, I have a clear memory of listening to MGMT and, uh, all these oh, yeah. other other groups and um, kind of like watching Super Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like 
I was driving around in my car and had these this on CD or an an iPod an iPod shuffle or something like that. But mm. MGMT aside, I think the music from that time makes me think. I'm thinking, what's the, the Strokes? You remember the Strokes? I don't I don't think the Strokes was in in uh, in Saltburn, but songs like that where it, mm. it's this post nine eleven <laughs> alt rock pop rock kind of. Yeah, the to- totally capitalistic a dive for money. Like you're just, what it's can we just do? Good old ear candy. It's ear candy. Yes, thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah, and and there is a time and place for it. I think Saltburn using music like that. It's a it's a good reason to use it. Um, I think as I've gotten a little bit older, um, I've kind of shied away from that music, but I still do like a good MGMT. Uh, it used to be used in a lot of snowboarding, surfing, and skateboarding videos and montages. So, uh, yeah, that was that was a good time back in 2007, 8, 9. Yeah. Good, good job, Sophie. Yeah, thank you very much, Sophie. Uh, listen, a lot to discuss here. Uh, we we, we got to get some more guests on the pod. I think mm. they're put off because I never edit their episodes and they get sort of No, why would they be like... Of- obscurity sorry very much cara i will get listen my riddle in's on its way i am gonna get that thunder pants down but um but yeah this is i think why we need more guests because we need people more intelligent than ourselves <laughs> to, yeah to, i think uh I discuss think these right. films with us and yeah i would uh i would i'd i'd love to read your uh Saltburn university thesis <laughs> so, so thank you uh, but anyway, unfortunately, this is Lights, Cameras, Blokes. The blokes are the people here right now, which is me and Sean, and we give Saltburn. We're downgrading it. Two out of yeah. ten. Yeah, one <laughs> so, out of ten. Let's go. One out of ten. Let's go. Next thing, man. <laughs> What's next? Uh, let's let's do this little thing we call underrated. Yep. It'd be yep, great yep. if we had a jingle right here, uh, but we don't. So... Uh, <laughs> So Ned, I like that. <laughs> why don't you why don't you just uh, drop the knowledge for the new listeners of the podcast what underrated is? Underrated is where we look for films with minimal logs on Letterboxd. Uh, it used to be under five hundred. I said we were doing under one thousand for this one. We're actually it's way looser than that. Okay, it's way <laughs> looser than that because I just couldn't find shit. So uh, I've got a selection here, but they are underrated. They're not, you know, these are minimal movie views as according to Letterboxd. So, uh, Ned, I did my homework and I got an A and I kept it under a thousand. Thank you very much. And that's just because I pick very obscure movies all the time to like watch and review and and ruminate on. But, uh, you know, that's okay. Yeah, you're you're an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you. I hate you. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. So why don't you start first, and then I'll go, then you go, then I'll go, then you go, and then I'll go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. No strict themes here, but I'm staying in Japan. Okay. Let's go. The first theme we is have- in Japan. The theme for me is in Japan. This first one is Fly Me to the Saitama. Saitama. Oh, Saitama. Yeah, nice. Fly Me to the Saitama. Um, Cool. This has 1.1k logs. So I'm just scraping over the initial. I love it. That's fine. Uh, this is for the people from the Saitama prefecture and are persecuted. And because of this, they hide the fact that they are from there. In Tokyo, Momomi Hakuhodo is a male high school student and the son of the Tokyo governor. Um, physically, Momomi looks like a girl. One day he meets mysterious male transfer student Rei Asami. They are attracted to each other, but Reyasami is from Saitama Prefecture. I reckon this is going to be a a, a rompy 
you got to see the poster here if you haven't. Look up the poster. You'll be a bit sold on this. All right, let, um, me, let me let me do that real quick. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a fun teen romp, maybe a little queer coded, maybe a little goofy, a little quirked up, quirked up white boy. Hmm. Yeah, but no white. I'll boy. be the judge of that. Oh yeah, this looks good. This is yeah, this. Ah, uh, this is very much in the the live action isekai vein. Okay, mm. if you've ever seen <laughs> a, uh, a sorry, I just cringed. <laughs> yeah. Let me take off my fedora and <laughs> wink at you. This is you know the the isekai version of uh, a live action anime mm. kind of situation. Go. This yes, this has a very. Uh, a very good poster actually i i like this okay um nice all right all right ned good job thank you um so now it is my turn the first movie i've selected mm-hmm. is macho tail drop now i know what everybody's thinking because they're all such well listened blokes podcast listeners they said yeah. sean didn't you have this on another episode of Underrated? And I would say, I did. And they'd be like, why? You're doubling up. Well, you know why? Because I want to I want to spin the it? wheel of destiny again, and hopefully <laughs> yeah, we yeah. could watch this one. Uh, but Macho Tail Drop is mm-hmm. about an amateur skateboarder who realizes his dream of turning pro and riding for the world's greatest skateboard company, Macho Tail Drop. Set in a anarchistic time and place uh, uh, not anarchistic Sean can't read that's why you read the emails uh, <laughs> acronistic time and place Maltra Tail Drop is the greatest skateboard company of its day and mm-hmm. the regal and grand sport of skateboarding has been thriving for many generations mm-hmm. um, it has 254 logs it is Love somewhat that. of a cult classic in skateboarding uh, Rick McCrank is apparently in this film and I would really like to watch it uh, should we give up now? Should we just watch that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. We gotta. We gotta keep going. We wheel. got a few okay. more. Yep. All right. I'm still in Japan. All right. Oh yeah. And my theme is nothing. So Ned's is Japan. Mine is nothing. Go for it. Actually, this my is... theme is uh, the rules. I kept mine under one thousand. So that's my theme today. <laughs> Uh, that is, Sean's, that theme is pissed. Is, uh, Sean's theme is being a little snitch, a little fucking rat <laughs> bastard. That's Sean's theme. <laughs> um, uh, teacher, uh, Ned didn't keep his logs <laughs> under 1,000. Um, can you just make Can we go over the rules again? The next movie is Cutie Honey. Ooh, okay. Why don't you is look that up... Cutie Honey or Cutie Honey? Cutie Honey. Cutie. Okay, give it a look. Check the poster out. Yep. I'm sold. I was... <laughs> Sean and I are sold. <laughs> uh, this uh, has only... Logs. So... Should we give up now? Should we watch this? 7.5... Yeah, 7.5 thousand <laughs> logs. But that's not that many. There's 8 no, no, billion no. people. <laughs> Sean. Only 7.5 thousand thousand logs. Okay. Okay. Uh, is this says super cute and super fun? When Honey's uncle gets kidnapped by the evil criminal gang known as Panther Claw, she must use her magical powers of transformation to save him. Um, I like this go. aesthetic. This is very 2000s aesthetic. I, yeah, it's this... a, and it's very in in vogue right now. Uh, yeah, the 2000s yeah. are coming in hard. People are playing with Tomogachis again. Uh, we got. Jinko jeans. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Milk sprite. Go ahead. Milk sprite's coming back. Anyway, yep. yeah. So cutie honey, pick number two. Oh, love it. That's a, sure. that. Ned, even though you didn't do your homework right, I appreciate it. These are these are fun ones. These are fun ones. Yeah. Um. All right. My second pick is called Truth Seekers. Uh, a team of part-time paranormal investigators use homemade gizmos to track the supernatural sharing their adventures online mm-hmm. um the reason i want to watch this one is nick frost is in it um and it only has 
665 logs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truth Seekers 2020. It is 223 minutes long, which is kind of long <laughs> for <laughs> just a random paranormal movie. Sean. Uh, yeah. I've seen Truth Seekers. God damn it. You what? are underground. <laughs> I'm not. It's a TV show, which they don't get logged too much on Letterboxd. So that I'm guessing that's the low. Why is this <laughs> 223 minutes long? Oh, is it accumulation? It's an accumulation of the season. See, this is stupid. <laughs> so it looks like two blokes didn't do their homework. Uh, teacher, uh, excuse me as I go to the bathroom because I uh, I, I didn't mean to say that one. I I um I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Sakura Killers, uh, a okay. 1987 movie about evil ninjas, uh, traitors to their art, who will stop them, and the deadly power they hold. Uh, it has 354 logs, and it is yeah. not Truth Seekers. Uh, Ned, your turn. There you go. <laughs> I'm, um, my last pick is We Are Little Zombies. All right. Uh, this is a 2019 movie. Um, the tagline is, Our parents are dead. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Their parents are dead. They should be sad, but they can't cry. So they form a kick-ass band. This is the story Whoa. of four 13-year-olds in search of their emotions. Their outfits are sick. Right? Dang. That's uh, and cool. That's 5.1 thousand... Okay. Uh, logged, but it's a film and it's not a TV show, so. <laughs> so, so you did your homework, Dan. You did my homework. Yeah. Uh, I should have. I should have double checked that one. Uh, all the indications were clear that a Nick Frost movie that I had never heard of uh, yeah. was actually a TV show. Well, I know this one's a movie, kind of. Um, so my last one is called Magnificent Bodyguards. Mm. Now, Ned, this movie stars a little guy we like to call Jackie Chan. Oh, uh, shit. Chan is asked by a young, wealthy lady to take her sick brother to a particular doctor in order to be cured. Mm. Uh, to reach the doctor, Chan and a handful of traveling companions must pass through Bandit-infested wild country. They meet and kung fu fight several gangs of thugs along oh, yeah. the way. Uh, this only has 628 logs, and I think it's because it's uh, like one of Jackie Chan's first movies. It's from 1978, so kind of the start of his career. Um, mm. And I think it'll be not bad. So shall we spin this Wheel of Destiny, Ned? Sean, spin that wheel. It's going. It's going. What do you think we're going to get? Oh, my God. What do you think we're going to get? I hope it's one of them. Wow. What we get? Oh, you look disappointed. Huh. Well. (laughs) What do you get? So I got Sakura Killers, but... I'm going to say that one's disqualified because uh, I just realized it's it's under 90 minutes and I just picked it randomly. I don't want to watch that. So, Sean, spin that wheel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're running it back. Uh, and the winner is Macho Tail Drop. Let's go. We finally are going to watch Let's go. a good movie. <laughs> Dude, there were no bad choices there. There were no bad choices. That was bad. That was not going to yeah, be a yeah. good film. All right. Well, match your tail drop, man. We're finally doing it. <sighs> Thank God. Okay. Well, when you hear us, our voices again, we'll have watched a movie. <laughs> How about you watch along? How about you pause the podcast and watch along? Yeah, you could go watch Masha's Tail Drop with us. Go watch it. Uh, see ya. See ya. There you go, Sean, we're back. To the listener, it has been but a few seconds. To us, maybe a little longer than that. I don't want to break the magic. Mm. Um, It was only a few seconds. It's only a few seconds. We watched that film really quick. We sped Uh, run it five times speed. 
Sean, I want to tell you a story, man. I want to start this off with a tale, okay? Tell me, tell me. It's I'm a ready. story of a dream. And it was a dream of a vision. That vision was that if we look through the fucking dregs of letterbox maybe like there's some gem maybe there's some diamond in the rough something lost to the addles of time known only in the most niche of cult spaces we would bring back with us a movie worthy yes of of all this searching you know something people haven't been watching something people haven't been talking about okay mm. Mm. i'm gonna say sean We've done it. We fucking did it, we dog. We fucking did it, man. Dude, let's Macho go. Tail Drop is so fucking sick. It's <laughs> the best. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's uh, so good. It's so and it only good. Took us, it only took us, what, like four, four of these uh, episodes of un- Underrated? Yeah, but still, it's a lot of bad movies. A lot of bad movies. <laughs> no, dude, I am... Um, this this film's sick. This film's sick. This film is sick. Uh, I know this is already a bit of a cult film for the skater scene. Sean, you're going to be talking much more about all that. I got notes. But I got to say, this has got to bleed over into like the film yes. scene. Okay? Yes. Yes. This is one to the, check out. Look. Uh, it's weird. It's like, it's the vibes of a skate video with some of the aesthetics of like a Wes Anderson film with like I exactly what I was thinking of like Charlie Chocolate Factory yes sort of dude like weird dude this film's sick this film is very sick um I I put a, a few notes down in here I said it gave me the the Wes Anderson almost like a Napoleon Dynamite mm. mixed with a Clockwork Orange Hot Rod you ever seen Hot Rod dude uh, I was thinking a lot about Hot Rod this yeah. is this this thing man. I'm I'm disappointed in myself that I haven't seen it sooner. Me uh, too, man. I'm disappointed I've, in you. I know. I this is I've like your perfect this. film. Dude, this is like this... it had those kind of early two like Good Burger vibes. Dude, it's like all it, of it, man. It hit a home run. It was great. Um, let's let's just let's just tell people a little bit about the synopsis. A little little summary of the movie. Yeah. All right. So, real quick, it's a real quick idea you're probably already understanding half the movie by by all these comparisons we're making but uh, macho tail drop is about walter rum who is trying to become a pro skateboarder and uh through a semi decent i'm gonna i'm <clears throat> i'm coming out guns blazing an okay sponsor me tape he gets yeah. on Macho Tail Drop. But he does the, spray paint it gold. He sprays Ned, I'm glad gold. you brought that up. Because one of the best lines is, how could they not like it? You painted it gold. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, but, yeah, Walter gets, uh, he fulfills his dream by sending in this tape. And Macho Tail Drop, the biggest skateboard company in the world, mm. uh, asks him to be part of the team. He becomes sponsored. And uh, he he goes to a he mansion, to this a ca- weird mansion castle, in the woods, this castle, uh, and and he starts to see the intricacies and ups and downs of being a sponsored skater. Uh, yeah, and we meet a lot of characters along the way. And Ned, there are there are so many elements of this movie that I need to teach you about some Dude. some. Great skateboarding history, okay? This is what I'm here for. Now, listen. At the skate park, we got loads of people, but we do have uh, Rick McCrank. Who... Rick McCrank. What's he... Who's he playing called? Bless he, and Claire or something. He he plays uh, Blair Stanley. Blair Stanley. <sighs> and uh, this is a, it's a great character... Like he's, I I tell you what I really liked about this film, Sean is yeah. this is one of those movies that like you're not casting like actors actors, but the yes. script works so well for these like people and these sort of like weirdo line deliveries. I think yep. uh, Rick McCrank is 
is solid in this film. I think he's great. I think he's moody. Yes. He's like the one who he was the best. Now, like he's getting replaced by Rum. Like, L- let me let me drop some some. Teach me about Rick McCrank. Let me drop teach some knowledge. Me. Okay. First off, Rick McCrank. Uh, I'm going to be throwing out some recommendations along the way. So Rick Mm -hmm. McCrank, what you need to watch from Rick McCrank is his Yeah Right video, or Yeah Right part from Girl uh, Skateboards. Mm -hmm. He he is from Canada. He's an excellent, excellent skater. He skates transition, and he skates rails and big steps and stairs. He's, He's awesome. So go watch that part. Rick McCrank also had a show on Vice. Uh, this is much later on. He did a show called like Abandoned or some, something along those lines. I saw uh, he did like a fingerboard video with Vice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he 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 would go around and he, uh, I think it was about like subculture. I, I'm always, let me just look it up. Uh, there was one called Post Radical about skateboarding, but there was another one, Abandoned. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he did two. Two little vice things. Um, not little. They're full on shows. And he he ha- has the chops for skateboarding. He's mm. he's very good. Or sorry, he has the chops for acting. He's he's very good and he's good in front of the camera. Um mm-hmm. and I think the character of Blair Stanley is like one of my favorite characters ever. Because yeah. there's so much complexity to him. He's mm. The big man at the company. He has mm-hmm. like, he has all this energy, and he has moments of like authenticity that shine through. And mm-hmm. like he's, he's so wrapped up in his image, but at the same time, he wants the sport to be good, and he, he wants to have the popularity, but he also wants to be true to himself. Like he's, you know, Walter comes in, and he's obviously a little uh, angered by it, but then he's also taking like a mentor role. Like Walter gets a a cover and he's photographed on the cover, right? He's meditating. And he's meditating. And Rick Blair Stanley Mm. holds up and he's like, are you happy with this? He's like, yeah, I'm on the cover. He's like, I'd be embarrassed to be frozen in this position. And I was like, that's (laughs) a fucking great line. And it's so good. It just shows, shows how like, like, four-dimensional Blair Stanley is. And it sets the seeds like, you know, this is a very anti-establishment yes. sort of movie. This is like, I don't know what was happening at the time, Sean, but it feels very much like it's skaters getting a little over the sort of commercialization oh, yeah. of the skate scene. Oh, and, yeah. You know, um, you've, you know, this place that he's gone to is like, it's super commercial. They're just selling like skateboards and like, porcelain busts of the skaters and things and like everyone's got to have an image this this is a great point ned i think that yeah in skateboarding there have been waves of of um public and mainstream Mm -hmm. success and those last for five to ten years and then it wanes as uh you know as the economy wanes and Mm -hmm skateboarding has always had a big cultural influence and companies love that. So I think we're going through this right now with uh, post COVID board sales and things like that going down. People are starting to lose interest in skating again. But I think during this time, it was also a similar bleak uh, period of skateboarding. It was after the 2008, like, financial crash housing crash in america and it kind of had ripple effects everywhere skateboarding kind of lost a little bit of steam not as popular people weren't investing in as much um so i'm sure it played a big role in in this movie and and like creating the storyline for that um i think it's like uh as a as a larger part Mm. I think it's also the commentary of like the resilience in skateboarding and, and not skateboarding as like as a company or as a brand, but just the, the authentic act of skateboarding, no matter how many outsiders try to come in and take over, 
Yeah. That they're going to always end up failing because they're really just in it for the money and there's not a lot of money in skateboarding. So like as mm. trends go and come back and go, uh, skateboarding just kind of exists and the companies in for like the cash grab will just mm. die out. So, uh, there's a, there's a great quote by, uh, Jake Phelps, RIP, mm. the, uh, thrasher editor in chief basically. Yeah. And he said, uh, skateboarding doesn't owe you shit. And I think that is a great tagline for Macho Tail Drop. Dude, I mean, yeah, I think like this it's it's definitely about that. But then also I think like you've got these skaters that want that glory, like they talk about glory yes. a lot, you know. And like yes. I think like it's a very sort of nuanced portrayal of people that do mm. get like lost in that like mm -hmm. you know and whether it is like a corporate motivation or like a motivation of your own like personal glory you know yeah yeah these things come and go and like uh and we haven't got to one of the best parts of this film which is the man wolf wolfsman yes wolfsman <laughs> they uh, are the true authentic the self they're the they antithesis are. of the corporate, like, yes. they're this rogue, screaming, chaotic, but he's, like, screaming things like, we are sensitive people, <laughs> as he, like, waves his knife around, <laughs> like, it's, Looks like you've been bitten so by good. the black and white snake of selfishness. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know who that dude John is. John Mackey. Excellent, <laughs> excellent performance. He was, he, um... Not as famous as Rick McCrank or uh, anybody else in the movie for skateboarding, but he was uh, also a professional skateboarder. Amazing, amazing, so uh, good, so good. Um, yeah, that he's he's great. You've got like you know you got so much going on. The Baron who runs Macho Tail Drop, yes, uh, is trying to start like a theme park called. Do you want to say what it's called? Ape snake. Ape snake. How good is that? <laughs> How good is that? Uh, he's trying to start ape snake, but he's trying to do it on the land of the... the Wolf's man. man wo the wolf's man. Man wolf. Man wolf. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's a big rivalry there. You've got twists and turns. I don't want to give too much away, but there's like... You know, there's there's a bit of a twist about some of the more notorious things going on at Macho Tail Drop. Mm, yes, uh, I thought that. I won't comment on it, but yes, I think that twist. It's a nice little reveal. It's mm, and it, I, there's a good. there's a scene that I was like, wow, it made mm. me feel something. I was like, oh my god, I know what is going yeah. on. Yeah, uh, you've got um a. French librarian. She's kind of rogue. I liked her there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a good performance. Um, we got Frank yeah, Gerber. Uh, Frank Gerber, the nose. You've got Fr Frank Gerber. So Frank Gerber. Here's another little. Uh, yeah. Little this is drop. what I'm here for, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank Gerber, smell like a pro. The fake mm. prosthetic nose. Frank uh, is a real professional skateboarder. He. Um, is the I guess he's the brainchild or now kind of the the face of one of my favorite brands in skateboarding called Grimple Sticks. Um, he <laughs> he is a character. If you just look up Frank Gerwer and and Grimple Sticks, you'll uh, you'll mm. have a lot of nice videos. But what you should watch is Frank Gerwer's mm. uh, Hill Drop or not sorry Hill Bomb. Oh my God, Hill Bomb. I got Macho Tail Drop on the mind. Uh, <laughs> Hill bomb in San Francisco. Uh, he does one on Kearney Street, I believe, and then he did another. Uh, I think it was in Cash Money Vagrants, where he did a switch hill bomb in the outer Richmond or outer Sunset, where he almost runs over a bunch of children uh, that are walking across the street, and it's incredible. Ned, I'm going to send you a Amazing. little clip. Yeah, and you just give me, just give me your live reaction. Let me. Uh, Okay, send it through. It's send a very it quick clip. This is him bombing the hill in uh, San Francisco. Okay. Dude, I've seen some of these. Bombs hill bomb videos scary, are scary. Man. Dude, I think I've even seen this one. Yeah, this one's, this one's very famous. 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so that was Frank Gerwer. He plays the the old uh the old skateboarder for Macho Tail Drop in the black and white films. Um mm. and and uh he he was excellent casting in this. I highly recommend going and watching some of the, the weird uh Q and A's Frank Gerwer has done with other skaters or or uh, yeah. anything from Grimple Sticks. Dude, these are the wrecks. These are the wrecks. I got more coming. I got more coming. I'm excited for them. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi there. Don't you just hate when you have to walk out the door and you forgot your keys? Introducing the Key Keeper. A revolutionary new device that will keep your keys in your hand forever. The way it works is I have my buddy Gus come over to your house and he brings a bunch of tape. And he just straps those keys right to your goddamn hand. And if the tape doesn't work, Gus has this really sticky goo and he'll throw a bunch of that on top of the tape. And also, he has some wood chip and leaves that he can add to the glue. Timber! Use the code LIGHTSCAMERSBLOKES at checkout, and Gus will bring you a lukewarm Pepsi and the rest of his sandwich that you can have a couple of bites of while he attaches the keys. The Key Keeper. Never lose your keys again. I hope that's usable. My girlfriend watched me record that. Wow, what a great uh, discount. Uh, <laughs> I bet my balls will never have been more smooth <laughs> than when I used this product. <laughs> anyway, man. Yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Because because what's the scene like? You know, I, I read that article you sent me about like where this movie sort of went and why it sort of disappeared yeah. from the adults of time. But I will just say you can watch this on Vimeo. It's uploaded on Vimeo. Great quality. Yep. Uh, really go check this out. Match your tail uh, drop. Just search that. Vimeo. You'll so, find it. Um, this was a Fuel TV production. Fuel TV was this yep. this uh, TV program or TV company. Oh my god, what am I trying to say? Uh, production. It was a channel. It was a fucking TV channel. This is when everyone had a channel. This was yeah. when everybody had a channel. Fuel TV had a channel. They did yeah. action sports. Um, they had nice. some pretty cool programming. I think it got a little stale. Mm towards the end but um it actually some some of the little clips that are in macho tail drop where they're being interviewed give a very fuel tv uh oh those are some hilarious yes scenes as uh, well. uh the the interview process uh of fuel tv was kind of corporate but um there were also a lot of great things that came out of fuel tv like this movie and uh the movie got created because um there was a competition for filmmakers to pitch fuel tv um some ideas for shorts and the winner of that went on to get a million dollars for uh, a full kind of production brought up by fuel tv and the this movie got lost in you know the the archives basically because of mergers and acquisitions of fuel tv after um after so like lost in like a fox yes vault now which will be disney at this point yeah so. it's basically fox comes in purchases fuel tv changes it to fs2 fsn2 um mm. then it changes hands again and then they rebrand or something like i don't know uh Basically, what I'm trying to say is, we need to bring back Fuel TV. I think it's we need time. the Criterion release we, of yes. Macho Tail Drop. We need and a Blu-ray. At the very least, throw that thing on Disney Plus. Yes, like come on now. It's, what are you doing? It's so good, Ned. Let me let me take it back to the beginning here a little bit of Macho take it Tail back, Drop. Sean. Take it because I got a, a a couple notes I got to run through. Yeah. 
So uh, there, we kind of open on a skateboard shop, but it's also a cake shop. Ah, uh, uh, skate cake. Skate cake, cake skate, whatever it's called. Cake skate. It's cake skate. It's cake skate. God, what a thing to say. The, uh, and I love that dude who plays the owner. I think he's really well, great. Well, Ned, yeah. let me tell you about that dude who plays the owner. Who the fuck is that dude? That dude is Steve Olson. He is a... <clears throat> a former professional skateboarder from California. Uh, here is a video, just just so you get a little idea oh, yeah. of who these people are. Uh, I'm going to drop this in for you. Uh, this is him skating Lakewood Center. Um, now, now, Ned, let me tell yeah. you how I am connected to Macho Tail Drop. So, this is your dad. No, it's not that cool. <laughs> let me just let you watch the the couple seconds of that clip so you get a get a feel for who we're talking about yeah i'm seeing the dude on the beach i'm seeing the surfer but this is what i mean i think like get non-actors in your yeah because this dude was great he was was amazing right (laughs) right okay so steve olsen yeah uh former professional skateboarder all-time ripper dude let him go yeah he's super good this is um, so like eighties. Like yeah. seventy eight. It is so good. So he had a child, and he named Good his child Sean. Alex. Alex. Alex Olson, who went on to become a professional skateboarder for girl skateboards. Sick. Um, he has a, a great part in Fully Flared. Check that one out. That's that's good. <laughs> but a few years ago, while mm. working as a professional photographer. I had a job, uh, and friend and uh, sometimes guest of the show, Mark Medeo, yeah, big also Mark. had a job, a photo job. Yeah. And we had to work this photo job together, but mm. on opposite sides of the United States. And we were tasked in photographing Steve Olson and his son, Alex Olson. We photographed them for a uh, brand campaign deal, and uh, we may need to get Mark Medeo on to talk about his time, but from what I remember, uh, Mm. he said it was an enjoyable time. They went and skated a ditch together. He photographed uh, Steve Olson skating around, and and his photos came out great. I photographed his son. Uh, I think I did an okay job. Um, Didn't have the best scheduling, uh, no, no, uh, fault of my own, but, uh, mm. got, got the photos that we needed for the campaign and it turned out to be a great, great thing. Uh, Alex and I went on to eat soba at a restaurant across the street and he asked me a bunch of questions about Japan and I was like floored. He was really nice, super cool dude. Uh, and it was great. So that's our connection. Me and Mark Medeo's connection to Macho Tail Drop. Dude. So what was that dude's name? Uh- you were you went for Alex Olson. With oh, Alex yeah. Olson, who's the son son of Steve Olson, who's of Steve cake Olson. skate. You know George, I think his name. Um, Dude, and <laughs> that's so sick. Yeah, it was a it was a great time. Uh, and when I saw Steve Olson in this, I said, "Oh, got a great little story for everybody." Let's talk Dude. about. I think the Baron. Let's actually talk about the Baron. Dude, the Baron's great. The Baron's excellent. He's this like old. I think he's doing British. He's he used yeah. to be a tightrope walker. Oh, it, it's um. I think his character mm. is like the perfect example of the the out of touch CEO. You know, he has like he really is. Uh, like he has an abandoned warehouse that he's found. Uh, that the this. Wolfman's what? What is it? Fuck! It's Man Wolf, right? I keep saying it wrong, dude. It's I think it's Man Wolf. Man Wolf's yes. Okay. <laughs> so he, you know, they happen upon this this w- abandoned warehouse, uh, where the Man Wolf's skate, and and he's just like, oh, this is perfect. I will take over this property. And the the man will will be grateful for these head busts of Blair Stanley, uh, and will be all all good. And so like, the man obviously getting this like package of f- weird head busts, 
mm. are pissed off and film a video of themselves smashing the heads. And the Baron, being so the out-of-touch CEO, improperly deduces, like, oh, th- there must be something inferior with this <laughs> recall product. Them. Reca- <laughs> recall them. Cancel all the head busts. And this leads to, you know, to, to somebody's livelihood, Blair Stanley, basically being in jeopardy because the idiot CEO doesn't know what to do and doesn't understand that he is just wreaking havoc among mm. the, uh, the skate environment, you know? Uh, and, and I think it just, it, it's just a nice little cherry it's so on top. Good. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so good. I, there's a couple of the interview scenes, but there's one where like they're interviewing someone who's clearly been like brainwashed and he's like dressed up and like, mm-hmm. yes, I am involved in all of their major campaigns. Yep. <laughs> and the interviewer, it's such a good little gag. It's just, he keeps yeah. looking at the camera and going like, what? <laughs> like, what's happening? There's <laughs> uh, uh, just this, it's this a very charming film. I think it's got a lot of like personality. I mm. think it's like the perfect weirdo gonzo sort of, aesthetic that like skate it it like nails that skate vid vibe you know it's, even when it's not yeah skating it's like it's got that vibe it's you know it's so, so good because anytime a production company brings in skateboarding to a movie it you know it's like oh this is the cool thing put a backwards hat on jump off this ramp that we're done you know mm. uh a lot of skate and even the ones that try to make it the whole movie about skateboarding uh, it yeah. usually fails miserably. And I think what Macho Tail Drop does is they actually have skaters in it who know what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they don't have that much skating in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. There are only about like three or four scenes where they're actually skating. Uh, there's like the ramp duel which is a great scene. Um, mm-hmm. Blair Stanley faces off against another Macho Tail Drop rider, and they're they're going, uh, you know, turn for turn on a on a half pipe doing maneuvers, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's an excellent choreographed duel. Um, and then there's there's another scene where they're skating a rail. Blair Stanley and and uh, Walter, uh, they're mm-hmm. skating a rail back and forth, and we kind of see Blair slowly getting, you know, getting older as he's skating this ramp. He's, he's hurt and he's trying to keep up with, with uh, Blair. And that's about it. There, there isn't much else uh, in terms of the skating aside from the sponsor me tape. But I think that's what, what works for this movie. There's a good story. They've incorporated skating. They're using their knowledge of the corporate version of skating to bring that to light and talk about it, and and they have, uh, you know, they have cameos of other skaters that if you are knowledgeable of the subculture of skateboarding, uh, you will you will find excitement when you see uh, Frank Gerwer pop up with uh, yeah. a f- you know the the Frank Gerwer pro nose smell like a pro. Dude, are you ready to give this movie a rating? I I am. What are you thinking? Ten. <laughs> God damn. Ten. I listen. I totally get it. I think like this is a film I'm gonna throw on like a lot. Like yeah. this is the perfect chill. Throw it on for some friends. This is the perfect. You're at a party and you're like, oh, you know what you haven't seen? Yes. Match your tail drop. Yes. Uh, I'm giving it a solid eight. Solid eight out of ten. Look, and, uh, I think that's a great score. I, it's a great I, score. I think on Letterboxd, I might have given it. A, I might have given it an eight. I'm giving it a ten yeah. for personal. Personal, you know. Yeah. As 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 Sean likes it, it's a ten. As Sean, the outward facing person on Letterbox, it's an eight. Okay. Well, I wish you wouldn't front on the Letterboxd. You know, I wish you wouldn't be capping on Maine. But there's a lot of uh, <laughs> calculation that goes into my letterbox scores, Ned. <laughs> Why does the same not come into? Actually, I'll probably house? go back and change the letterbox score. Fuck that score. <laughs> All it's right, it's a ten. 
All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, go check this one out. And, um, you know, uh, why not send us uh, gold? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just put it in the post. <laughs> send it to the bloke. Uh, we'll catch you when we catch you. Sean, why don't you play us out with the most sick skate move you know? But you just describe it because this is an audio oh, okay. format. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a big ass Ollie. Big ass Ollie. Okay. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>